vampire. Mm, I give up. Daylight. Sunlight. Uh -huh. Fat kid, what other kind of light is there during the day? Go away, Pete. And question two. Is Frankenstein the name of the monster or the guy who made him? The guy. Right. Can't you read? Mom says you have to let me in the club or else it's prescription. That's discrimination, jerkoid. Prescriptions, drugs, which you're on if you think you're getting up here. Come on, son. I know about monsters. Two ways to kill a werewolf. Silver bullet? And? That's it. Shoot him with a silver bullet. Nope. Sorry, Rudy. <laughs> okay, so what's the other way? What? Second way to kill a werewolf. Um, car crash? Accident with power tools? Old age? Falling out of a window? Onto a bomb? Sean, baby, dinner. Oops, gotta go. We rewatch movies from our youth to determine if they're problematic by today's standards. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Jen. Today we'll be discussing The Monster Squad, which was released in the US on August 14th, 1987, in the UK and Ireland on September 30th, 1988. It was written by Fred Decker and Shane Black and was directed by Decker. It stars Andre Gower, Stephen Mocked, Robbie Kiger, Ashley Bank, Mary Ellen Trainer. Ryan Lambert, Tom Noonan, and Duncan Riker? Is that? I think so. I like it because you, you always know that I just send this to Jen like what, half an hour or something before we record and Jen never reads it. This is the first time Jen reading this. Sometimes so. I read it, I just don't <laughs> practice. Fair enough. Um, so what's going to happen is this, Jen and I have fought three problems. This movie has three each and a positive. We're going to have a discussion. But first, we're going to I'm going to say the synopsis. In a loving homage to Universal Monster movies, a group of kids must fight off the forces of evil, including Dracula and the mummy, who have invaded their town to find a magic amulet. So, Jen, do you have any history with this movie? No. Well, my history... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it existed, so... I, I, see, I didn't know that. I thought you'd seen it. I didn't know you'd never seen it before. Mm -mm. Cool. Um, so, my history is... Uh, back in... It might have been... It must have been about 89. Because, yeah, it must have been in video 89. Because we didn't get it till 88 in cinemas here. Which is crazy. It's over a year. Um, so, 89, I watched it at my aunt's house. As we've said... Lots of times before, I was a big pussy when I was a child and I didn't like horror movies. But I actually sat and watched this and had fun with it. But the the, the other movie that they had that day to watch was Maniac Cop. Mm -hmm. And I didn't watch Maniac Cop. But then I did get into Maniac Cop like a couple of years later when the sequel came out and I, I watched them both. And I really like those two movies. But yeah, I watched this on VHS at my auntie's house. And uh, because, you know, I was a huge fan of The Goonies, uh, I really liked this as well. Um, but hey-ho. So what did you think of it then? At first, I was like, this is terrible. Mm -hmm. But I got kind of into it later. 
Um, the Goonies. I think this is better than the Goonies. Mm. Um, I don't think I can I can judge that because the thing is, is it was like starting this, I was like, wow, this is this. Look at this fake bat. This is shitty. Uh, <laughs> and then I got into it because I think at that point my expectations were pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Goonies, it had been built up so much because I right. didn't see it until I was almost 30 yeah. and having heard about it for so long and everyone talking about how great it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I obviously think the Goonies is a better movie than this, but as far as right. my enjoyment, when you have people for years yelling at you for not having seen the Goonies and talking about how great it is, it, that it, it makes it really hard to enjoy. I think this is a better made movie than the Goonies. When we did our podcast in the goodies, I, I had issues with the, the directing in that movie. Even though I, I love Richard Donner, but I did have issues with the way it was directed and edited. But I think this is a better made movie. I think there's more sort of love and attention and care done in this movie. Apart from the fact it's rushed as fuck. <laughs> and there's some things that don't really make sense, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um. But I do think this is a better, it's a better looking movie as well. I think. Um, but well, I asked my husband if he'd seen it, um, because it seemed like something he would have seen, and he said no. But he did say his friend, uh, from college was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: that friend from college, uh, wrote for the TV show Flash. Nice. Nice. So, uh, and he's, I mean, he's written a movie or two and mm-hmm. written for other shows. And so I'm like, well, there's there's a Hollywood writer out there who's might possibly be inspired by freaking Monster Squad. Yeah. I mean, th- this movie flopped big time when it was released. I mean, it had, like, what, a $12 million budget and it only took, like, $3.8 million domestically. Yeah, and as you could tell at the end, they're setting it up for a sequel. Yeah, yeah. They, they were but... looking to, for, a, like, a series, obviously. Yeah. But, um... But, I mean, I like it. I, 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 I genuinely enjoy this movie and I haven't seen it as often as I've seen The Goonies. Um, I've watched The Goonies constantly. I only ever saw this once as a child and then I watched it again when it was on TV and it was edited to bits and then um, I bought the blue, uh, bought the DVD and uh, American DVD because it's never getting a release over here, I don't know why. Uh, and I watched that, listened to commentaries, blah 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 and I really enjoy it but uh, yeah, actually, now as an adult actually think this is better than the goodies <laughs> because you know the goodies is just that's a nostalgia thing with the goodies i don't really have that with the monster squad so i think it's better anyway let's just get to our first problems and my first problem is the opening crawl uses too many ellipses okay it's far too many of them because it says 100 years before the story begins, dot, dot, dot. It was a time of darkness in Transylvania, dot, dot, dot. A time when Dr. Abraham Van Helsing, dot, dot, dot. And a small band of freedom fighters, ellipses, considered to rid, uh, conspired, sorry, to rid the world of vampires and monsters, dot, dot, dot. And to save mankind from all the force, from the forces of eternal evil, dot, dot, dot. They blew it. Too many ellipses. There's some there that really did not have to be there. What's your first problem? <laughs> uh, my first problem is uh, Fat Kid. They call him Fat Kid. They call him Fat Kid. His friends call him Fat Kid. Everyone calls him Fat Kid. And then the other thing I hate 
I hate in TV and movies when, and I understand, like, for the scene with the brother from the Winter Years that, like, you know, him eating the candy bar was, like, I guess necessary because then, you know, the bully stomps on the candy bar and then has to eat it. But I am sick of the Hollywood stereotype of, well, this person's fat, so of course they're always eating. That drives me crazy. And then also, like, later, somebody accuses him of farting. That's another thing I hate. It's like, in in Hollywood, if you're fat, you must always be eating and farting. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I hate that his friends call him Fat Kid. Yeah. Well, the, and the good news is his friends call him Chunk. Yeah. So, but I listened to the commentary, and uh, Fred Decker, the director, said that a lot of people were like just saying that this was a Goonies ripoff and he was saying, well, we weren't thinking about the Goonies at the time because when he was growing up as a kid, he imagined himself having adventures like this because he was a huge fan of Universal monsters and as a kid he would imagine what it would be like to like fight the monsters. So it's based on like his thoughts as a kid, like, you know, and, and it just so happens that it was a bunch of kids because you know, it's his it's proxy of him. And he also says that the bullies call um Horace faggot mm-hmm. and whore ass instead of Horace. Uh but the director said that that's the way kids talked. <laughs> like like he got called a faggot a lot when he was growing up in school. Mm-hmm. It's like, well that's great, that's fine, I understand that. But then the hero kids accuse a teacher of being a homo. Yeah. And it's like, ah, not really, not really saving yourself there, Fred. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. They don't need to call him fat kid. It just seems cruel. And the kid who plays Horace actually died mm-hmm. um, in the early 90s. He was only 22. Um, he died of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really sad. I don't enjoy it watching movies where like groups of boys are just kind of assholes to each other like that um i am watching the original it with xander um and this was just reminding me that the thing i love about the original it is that the kids are all like really good friends and they're really sweet to each other they're really Mm -hmm. nice and then when you watch the new it they're kind of dicks to each other and what i really love about the original it is that they're friends like, I mean, like, they're really, they're just, like, good friends. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just hate seeing these little boys being such dicks to each other. Because I know that that's true to life for, for some kids, but, like, I don't know. It's not fun to watch kids being mean to, like, people who are supposed to be their friends. I know. You know? I know. Like, and as as somebody who, as a kid, had friends who, like, they didn't call me fat kid, but they would say shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not buying that they're actually good friends if they're doing shit like that yeah i mean it could be worse they could be like making a fat kid do the truck and shuffle i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) anyway what's your second problem the alucard anagram it's an anagram of dracula um and the notice in the kitchen board says, For Sean, call on Mr. Alcarad, school? Question mark. Message, interested in Van Helsing diary, possible dollars. And then Sean just reads that and then just automatically 
thinks, oh, I'm going to do an anagram of this, change this, mm-hmm. and then it's Dracula, and then... <laughs> it's yeah. stupid. Um, it's like, why did Dracula phone? How did Dracula phone? How did they know Sean had the diary? How did they know where Sean lived? Uh, his phone number makes no fucking sense. And that is a problem I have with the movie being so bloody short. It just mm-hmm. rushes through this, and I'm just left going, you worked that out pretty quick. Well, it was good for me that it was short, because I was going to put it, I was going to watch it at work yesterday, and um, I go through my day, and uh, I get to uh, the end of the day, like I have, you know, a little over an hour left, and I'm like, what should I put on in the background while I work? And I was about to put something else on, and then I was like, oh shit, I'm supposed to watch Monster Squad. (laughs) And so I put it on, and I watched most of it then, and then finished it later. Uh, But I, I was like, thank God it's short. Because uh, I didn't have a ton of time. I'm clearly a mess today, getting here 30 minutes late and uh, almost having forgotten to watch the movie. I, I'm just going to use the move as an excuse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't keep shit straight. No, I right understand. Now. I understand. It's early in the morning for you. I understand. Not, not that early. I'm, I mean, it is for me, but it shouldn't be. Um, well, I didn't get up to date until, like, noon my time oh okay so, <laughs> so it is early yeah well I'm not, i was i wasn't working today so i had i've got three weeks off so i'm quite happy that mm-hmm. i can sleep in i don't have anything else to do apart from record at four o'clock so <laughs> okay because i'd already watched the movie had my notes and everything written so mm-hmm. uh so what's your second problem i mean it's the homo's faggot stuff but we already talked about that no no that's fair enough i didn't know if you were gonna if you were gonna bring it up or not but yeah 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 it's i oh god i I hate it when like the good guys do that that shit you know Mm because it is you know if if it was just the bullies it would be a little more acceptable because it's like they're supposed to be the bad guys and that's the kind of shit bad guys say yeah but when the good guys say it it's more upsetting, and I just, I I can't deal with it. Fucking 80s, man. <laughs> they pretty much accuse the teacher of being a pedophile. Yeah. And it's it's not on. Unless maybe later on there's a bit where they realise that they did something wrong, then that's that yeah. makes it sort of, because then at least the writer is acknowledging that they shouldn't have said it. But mm-hmm. here it's just, you know, they don't care. They, they, call their, they call one of their best friends fat kids, so, you know, they don't really care. But. Speaking of the writer, um, when the movie was starting and the credits were on, I was like, Shane Black? Mm. Like, I was shocked to see his name. Yeah, it was his first first um, movie, and then just after this, uh, Lethal Weapon was released, and that was his first solo script, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like Shane Black, so I was I just, I just didn't <laughs> expect to see that name on it. Well, Sh- Shane Black use, uses that word um, and lethal weapon. We spoke about that before, and there's mm. like sort of homophobia and lethal weapon as well. So, yeah. where Riggs is talking about how two women in bed together is disgusting. <laughs> um, just randomly. Uh, but yeah, so Shane Black had a problem back then, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope he got over that. 
Yeah, well, he doesn't really mention that sort of thing in these later movies, I don't think. The nice guys yeah, doesn't but... really have that sort of thing, and that's set in the 70s. But you would you would get in trouble for that now, though. Sure. Like, I hope he doesn't talk like that in his normal life. Yeah, I know. Well, he included a gay character in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And and he's called Gay Perry. Um, I've never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, it's... It makes it's, me think of Veronica Mars. I like Kiss, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I like it a lot. But it's just really sort of strange. It's not, it's not like a normal sort of... Um, detective thing. It's a lot I just of. Associated um... with... Sorry. Oh, I associate it with Veronica Mars because it was part of a plot point, like it was part of somebody's alibi in the second season. Mm, that's and right. so that's just where my mind goes whenever I hear it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of sort of unreliable narrator stuff going on and kiss kiss bang okay. bang. Um, I like but... an unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we should watch it. It's 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 fun. Um. But yeah, anyway, my third problem is blackmailing Patrick's sister with a photo taken without her consent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not on, folks. <laughs> you don't do that. Yeah. And when I was growing up, I used to think Rudy was like just so fucking cruel. Mm-hmm. Right? He was just so cool. He helped out Horace at the end when he says, uh, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? And he just proceeds to kill. Um, the three vampire women and the uh, the wolf man, mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's cool, that's fucking rad, you know what I mean? But then you remember that he's a bit of a fucking creep, <laughs> and he watches Patrick's sister uh, undress, yeah, and then he blackmails her. Yes, yeah, a bit sort of creepy. <laughs> yeah, but again, the eighties. Yeah. You caused me to remember another problem. I'm like shit, like I should have skipped the the homo and faggot thing since we'd already talked about it. Because now I have two more problems and I can't decide which one to do. Go for it. You can say both because we're running short. So carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, one of them you just reminded me of. So like, they're obsessed with the whole like like you know we're not obsessed, but like there's the whole thing with getting a virgin, right? Mm-hmm. and they get the sister and and then it's like it doesn't work because she's not actually a virgin yeah and so at first i'm like well did it have to be like a virgin who speaks german like i don't understand um but then you know they got the little sister and i'm like aren't all these little boys virgins yeah exactly like, why can't it be literally any of them yeah uh, i hate i hate that like in with things like that, there's just an assumption that virgin means virgin woman. Yeah. At least say virgin woman. Because mm-hmm. it makes no sense that yeah. they're like trying to get a female virgin. Yeah, because even the sister says, Why can't he do it to about scary German guy? And mm-hmm. the answer is he's not a virgin. But it's not he's not a woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's not a virgin. So why can't any of the boys do it? Why does it have to go into this five year old girl? Who can barely speak English because she's five. <laughs> By the way, this was a time when kids could just run free. Like, yeah. that little girl was walking down the street by herself. I know. That's insane. That is insane, yeah. Xander's never walked anywhere by himself. No. 
not in this day and age, no, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's not a thing, which is ridiculous, like, honestly, it's ridiculous, because people say, oh, it's so dangerous, and it's like, yeah, it was dangerous back then, too. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the problem is, back in the day, um, when kids went missing, it was usually assumed they were a runaway, because yeah. the cops didn't do much to try to find out what happened, like, it would take them a while to try to figure it out, and it's like, it's just that now they acknowledge that maybe something terrible happened. Yeah, yeah, they bring that up in season one of Stranger Things. That's that's like a whole plot thing about his his will just ran away. <laughs> yeah, um, because you know people don't get up abducted. <laughs> it's the eighties; mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. You know, that's sort of weird. Yeah. That weird sort of train of thought back then. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know about that until I started listening to true crime podcast, and they're like. And that's when I found out that it was assumed that kids were just runaways. Yeah. And I was like, that's horrible. Like, imagine being those parents. And it's like, the cops aren't doing anything because they just assume the kid wanted to get away from you. Mm-hmm. It, it's horrible. It's horrible to think yeah. about. Uh, so, where were we? Oh, uh, I had one more problem. Yeah, carry on. Go for it. So, okay, Phoebe. That's her name, right? Phoebe? Phoebe, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's all cute, and she's like, I taught him how to talk. Come on, he knows too many words. Like, how does she teach, like, how long was she with him where she teaches him how to talk, and he actually is saying the correct words with the correct meaning? Like, no. No, no she only taught him bogus. <laughs> no, because he said something about being scary Um, when he sees the mask. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, all sad. Maybe he already knew that word. But we don't know what his vocabulary was like before Phoebe. Okay, maybe. All right. I'll give you that. Because he knew, he knew Master. It's just, I felt like he knew a few too many words. Yeah. If she had just taught him. No, I get you. I get you. But that does actually lead into my positive. And my positive is the relationship between Phoebe and Frankenstein's monster. Because <laughs> I think it's just the cutest thing. <laughs> And I'm glad during the, the montage of uh, with the song Rock Until He Dropped by Michael Cimbello, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that during that they actually do show her spending time with Frankenstein's monster and playing dress up and stuff. I think that's really cute because without that, I don't, I, I wouldn't buy it as much, the relationship, unless we mm-hmm. saw those scenes. Uh, but yeah, and it was, it's sad at the end when he's flying away. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that's quite sad. But anyway, I really like that relationship. I think that's so cute. And I could, I didn't want to pick an actor or the soundtrack. So. <laughs> All right. What's your positive? There were just a, the, I I thought that like some of the funny lines were like extra funny. I don't know. There were a few things that just made me laugh really hard. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of this has to do with the actor, but the delivery of when he's looking at the book and he goes, this is German. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was something about that that really got me. And then, of course, kids cussing is always fun. So Phoebe yelling, don't be a chicken shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there were just, I thought the movie, like, it had a lot of funny moments. And mm. considering my attitude towards it when it started and I was like, oh, look at these effects. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> it it ended up being pretty funny to me. Um, and I, I liked that. Those effects are actually not too bad for a low-budget 1987 movie. But it's tough when you're watching it in 2022 
Yeah. And you've been watching Marvel movies. You know? Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I, I, I forgive the effects, but it's hard to watch the effects. It's the same thing, like, Xander and I are watching it, and honestly, like, Tim Curry still scares me <laughs> as as Pennywise. Yeah. But there are some effects in that movie that, like, make me laugh, because they are not I good. I know. Tim Curry is so good as Pennywise. I know. The Pennywise in the new ones doesn't scare me, but no. Tim Curry does. I think... I think in the new ones, he's a little too um, polished. Like, his makeup is too, like, nice. Tim Curry's a little messier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? No, I understand that. And also, they use far too much, like, CGI for the new one, and it just looks chunky. Mm. It doesn't look right. Tim Curry's movements are more natural. Yeah. Uh, and I know, I mean, some people would argue that the supernatural, like the not normal way of moving makes him scarier, but it doesn't. It just makes him look like he's moving in CG. <laughs> um, it's like they're using a computer <laughs> to make his body turn around. It's just, it's not scary. It's just so funny that, like, so when I was eight, I saw it um, because my campfire troop leader, her VCR wasn't working. So instead mm. of teaching us how to, like, make brownies or whatever the hell she was supposed to teach us that night, she made us watch it. Uh, so she wouldn't miss it and I had nightmares and I didn't bother actually watching the whole movie until the new it came out because I had been so scared and I was eight then Xander is nine and he's watching it and he's just laughing yeah he just thinks it's funny (laughs) kind of pisses me off I'm like why aren't you scared why aren't you having nightmares like the eight-year-old in me is is like mad at my kid yeah Have trouble sleeping because of this, please. It sounds like eight-year-old you and Xander wouldn't wouldn't have been friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can he can watch things that I couldn't watch when I was a kid. Like, yeah, there's no yeah. way I would have made it through Halloween. Um, yeah, and it's so funny because he used to be so scared of everything, but now he's watching horror movies. No, that's good. Mary Ellen Trainer, who plays the mum in this, we've seen her in two mm-hmm. movies before. And I think it's only two we've seen her in this podcast. Lethal Weapon. Yep. And what else? <laughs> she was the mum in Goonies. Oh, right. Oh, that's weird. I hadn't thought about that. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very strange. <laughs> I, have to, I have to look her up every time I see her because I'm like... I recognize her and it's, you know, you'll recognize an actor and you're aware that you've seen them in many things, but there's Mm -hmm. like that one thing. There's always that one thing you associate them with. And every time I look her up, I'm like, oh yeah, she was the mom on Roswell. Yeah. She's done loads of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen a ton of what she, she's done, but for me, it's, it's Roswell that I am specifically recognizing her from. Right. Yeah. 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 It's Lethal Weapon and the Goonies for me, I think. Uh, But she's also in Romance in the Stone. Never seen that. Never? My goodness. Mm-mm. She plays uh she plays Kathleen Turner's sister in that. We might cover Romance in the Stone at some point then. That's interesting. Okay, we might, that's on the list now. I don't know if it is, but it will be now. Okay. I have just some brief notes. Yeah, oh Tom Noonan, who plays Frank Things Monster in this, he was in Last Action Hero. He played the Ripper. No, oh, okay. I have a question. Why was the mummy in Eugene's closet? I don't know. 
I don't know. Just, it's just for the gag. It's just for the, the dad to come in and open the door and go, ooh, monster, and there's a monster behind him. That's it. Yeah. But why did it climb in the window, hide in the closet, instead of going to where it's supposed to be going? That scene always bugged me. It's, I mean, this is a time where they're not thinking about plot holes and stuff. They're not mm. thinking about, like, it's not, they're they're like, well, kids aren't going to think about this. And it's like, well, first of all, those kids are going to grow up and they're going to be adults and they're going to watch it again. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? And the other thing is kids today are smarter. Like, that's the mm. kind of thing that I could see Xander noticing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, we, and even if he didn't notice it, like, if Xander saw this movie and really loved it, he would probably go on YouTube and try to find videos about it Mm -hmm. and there'd probably be some youtuber talking about all the plot holes and it would get pointed out to him yeah true um the the kid who plays eugene um his brother was bud and uh, married with children so there you go in what married with children uh oh yeah that's his his brothers and married with children yeah 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 Oh my god, I have the, like, after the um, 2016 election, after, like, mm-hmm. after Trump got uh, elected, I, for some reason, just started buying a ton of classic sitcoms. <laughs> like, it was like, I liked the comfort of, like, watching older shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the box sets I got was Married with Children, but I've been terrified to watch it, because I'm mm. afraid that it's not going to work for me anymore. Married of Children was one of those shows that was only on television here, like, after 10 o'clock at night. It was on mm. after the news, the 10 o'clock news, so it was on at half past 10. And uh, that is the only time you would ever find Married of Children. It was never on before 9 o'clock. Never. Uh, it's, <laughs> and it's never been, re- I don't think it's been repeated. We just don't get it anymore. It's just never shown here. Because I don't think there's any broadcaster who would dare to show it before nine o'clock because there mm-hmm. is a lot of sort of talk about sex and stuff like that. it was quite a groundbreaking sitcom at the time but it's content mm-hmm. but yeah i only ever remember watching it occasionally because i would have school the next day and i couldn't stay up yeah watch it. so so yeah um i'm gonna guess it hasn't aged well you probably not probably not i've watched clips of it I remember it being fun and funny, but, you know, it's 2022, we'll see. (laughs) But somebody in the UK needs to show it. It was released in DVD, but I never bought the DVD. I think only, like, season one and two were released here. It's just never had a big sort of following in this country. I'm glad DVDs are cheap, but sometimes I'm bitter because Mm -hmm. I used to have to pay $60 for a box set. I know. And now you can get a complete series of something for like twenty bucks. I know. Um, I recently bought a season of Community, which it turned out I already had. I didn't realize I had it. Oh, no. Um, because they they uh took one of the episodes of season two off the internet, um, because right. of blackface, which is bullshit because it wasn't blackface. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when I was buying that season, I think like the complete series was like two dollars more. Like I might as well have just ordered that. <laughs> then you would have had them all yeah damn why didn't i do that (laughs) anyway i think married with children was like 20 or 30 bucks which is insane for like nine seasons i think it was nine it might have been 11 oh it was a whole lot yeah it was for 20 bucks that's amazing 
Well, the the packaging is cheap. There's there's a company mm. that like they'll they'll make these DVDs and you know you get them and they're really cheap. But like when you open it up, it's just all the DVDs are like on a little spindle. Yeah, yeah. And there's just a stack of DVDs there. It's the packaging is is pretty damn cheap. My copy of Good Times, it isn't like that, but it's like the discs just fall out all the time or the <laughs> sleeves that hold the discs because it's just like these things the discs are in just shoved mm. into a box that is a little too big for them so it's just falling out yeah you have good times on dvd <laughs> i do and i've honestly only seen a few episodes but it was like i was just like i need these classic sitcoms i need i need this com the comfort of watching them and i haven't watched them as much as i thought i would but it's kind of nice like when i watched wandavision mm -hmm. i was like i want to watch bewitched so i watched them yeah uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of those older sitcoms and bewitched did but like uh, good times and stuff, I don't think they aired over here, because mm -hmm. um, I'd only ever heard of them through other sitcoms or through like usually the Simpsons would do stuff. Uh, but yeah, that or YouTube videos and uh, but Bewitched, Bewitched was the one. Bewitched is always shown like in the morning here. Mm -hmm. It's just it was, I think it was seen as safe, and they just showed it in the morning. Uh, but yeah yeah when i was a kid it was like during the summer you'd end up watching tv and it was like in the morning the only things to watch would be like gilligan's island and mm. bewitched mm -hmm. and stuff like that um and three's company yeah oh i need the complete three's company <laughs> that's a shit right there i don't think i watched three's company i watched the british version um there's a british the version house. yeah man no. about the oh house. yeah i knew that i knew that i knew that yeah, yeah. That title sounds familiar. And there was a spin-off of uh, Man About the House called George and Mildred. And in the US, there was a spin-off called The Ropers. So that's just basically... Can I tell you a sad story about that? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I watched... There was a TV movie years ago about Three's Company. Right, yeah. And I watched it, and I mean, I assume that this is based in fact. Um, so I think Norman Fell, I think that was his name, who played Mr. Roper. Mm -hmm. Man, why do I have this information in my head? There are more important things I could know, but this is the information I'm whatever. Norman yeah. Fell, uh, they came to him and they were like, We want to do a spinoff called The Ropers. And he was like, Well, um, that's kind of risky because what if it doesn't work? So mm -hmm. I want to keep my steady job i want to keep this job because i know that you know i'll have work and they were mm -hmm. like well we really want to do the ropers so if it gets canceled after the first season we'll bring you back so they renewed the ropers for a second season and then canceled it and didn't let him come back oh Christ. and he was heartbroken and it sucks and like honestly i liked the ropers better than don knots Fair I wish they'd brought them back. I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm, I was never into, like, Don Knotts was really big. You know what I mean? Like, his comedy mm -hmm. was really big. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying Three's Company was subtle, but, oh, I just, it's like how I feel about Martin Short. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's how I felt about Martin Short, because I've been watching Only Murders in the Building, and he's fucking fantastic on that show. Right, okay, fair enough. He's not someone whose comedy I've I've ever been a huge fan of. 
Right, I get you. Are you ever going to make me watch Three Amigos? Uh, no, I never watched it as a kid. Oh, really? Okay. I, only, I saw it as an adult, so no, I'm never going to make you watch Three Amigos. It's perfectly okay. I, I want to watch <laughs> it, but like I doubt I'll ever get around to watching it unless somebody makes me. All right. No, I never watched it. Yeah, sometimes I'll, somebody will bring up a movie and I'll be like, well, I hope Jimmy makes me watch that. <laughs> you should write them down. There's too many. There's too many. That's the problem. There's too many movies. If I wrote down every movie that I was like kind of curious about or whatever, mm-hmm. it, the list would be way too long. Like, it's better that I just forget everyone wants me to watch Tombstone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I never saw that as a kid either. I've never seen it, so... I had never even heard people talk about it very much. And then I started hanging out at a bar and, you know, I'll be making conversation and I'll ask somebody what their favorite movie is. And almost every guy there says Tombstone. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I, I have one more note and it also comes with some questions. Okay. My note is Dracula is really fucking petty blowing up the kids clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? What was that? <laughs> and what if the diary was in there? Exactly. Yeah. Idiot. Um, but how did he know what the clubhouse was? <laughs> how did he know they had the book? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how does he know that um, Dale was Sean's dad? How? how uh, and, wait, and later on, that the cop, Dale, the dad, Sean's dad, mm-hmm. he appears with dynamite. Where does he get the dynamite from? I don't know. I mean, Dracula's got a lot of dynamite, but where did Dale get dynamite? It makes no sense. Now that I'm thinking about it, this movie has way more questions like that than any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. That's why, I mean, it is very rushed. They just sort of yada yada over all these things. And it's like, yeah, we still kind of need explanations for some things. Like the, the writers may say that it wasn't, inspired by Goonies or whatever, but you have to imagine the studio was like, this is going to be our Goonies. Yeah, absolutely. It was probably marketed as such anyway. And they they Mm. used the same mother from the Goonies. Come on. So just very quickly, uh, you've seen Nope, and I watched Nope this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very weird saying Nope. But I just want to say that Keith David was in Nope. He plays yeah. dad who dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Keith David was in Roadhouse that we did last yeah. time. It's weird how these things just <laughs> come together. Yeah, that you'll see someone that you just saw in like kind of a rant, like the most random movie. Exactly. Like it's not that, something recent. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't even know that Keith David was still acting. That's good. It was good to see him in that movie. Speaking of new movies, mm-hmm. Bullet Train's fun. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I've... I like it when Brad Pitt gets to be funny. Yeah, is he funny in that? Yeah, yeah. He, he, oh, he's really funny. And he also doesn't work as much anymore. So mm-hmm. it's really easy to forget how much I like him. And then I'll watch mm-hmm. a movie with him in it. And I'm like, oh, I love this charming asshole. Like, I love him <laughs> so much. Um, Bullet Train was really fun. Um, yeah. So that's my recommendation to you. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll see it eventually. I still have to watch Prey. Um, Dylan said it was good. Yeah, I, I like the Predator movies. I've never seen a Predator movie. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> See, forget, the list would be very long. Yeah, I forget that you did not watch action movies when you were younger. I forget mm-hmm. this. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep, I'm catching up now because you keep picking action movies. Yeah, exactly. That's why I do it. Um, the, the first Predator movie is actually kind of like a horror movie. It's like the first Terminator movie. It's like a slasher. Mm. Xander um, wants to watch it. Right, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It's, yeah, it's gory, but it's, you know, I'm sure he can manage it. Yeah, Dylan told him he couldn't, but then he didn't remember saying that, that and he was like, I don't know why I would have said that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I don't know if we're letting him watch it or not. Next week, Jen's pick. So, what are we covering when we come back, Jen? Oh, no, she's got a smile on her face. Oh, no, what's this? Because I'm excited. Because I'm excited. <laughs> Not that it's, like, going to be something you'll get upset about. Okay, cool. Um, Go for it. There's something about me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You vetoed that one. I did. Um, Death Becomes Her. All right, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day there, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. The, the first movie I remember seeing Bruce Willis in. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> such a weird right. movie but yeah uh, yeah death becomes her okay cool i can't remember the year 93 i think something like that yeah 92 okay same year as poison ivy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, well it's it just shows when we were like maybe around like 10 to like mm. 14 or whatever because you pick more 80s movies and I pick yeah. more like early to mid 90s movies. I know. And you can yeah. kind of see what like really, really influenced us. I know. I know. I think I'll pick a 70s movie next. I think we'll go back in time further. I'll see. <laughs> I need to, at some point, you know, if we're going to go back further, I need to pick a Haley Mills movie because I watched yeah. her movies a lot when I was a kid. And it's been a long time since I've seen The Parent Trap. Yeah. Well, Dumbo is on the list. And Dumbo is, what, 40s or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> and it's only an hour long. Dumbo is only 62 minutes long or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Really? So, yeah. So that would be ideal. <laughs> yes, I like that. I could fit it into my schedule. <laughs> Okie dokie. So that's all we have time for. If you want to follow the podcast, it's at Drop the Pilot Pod. If you want to follow me, it's at ShiftyB. ShiftyBench.co.uk is the website. Contact at ShiftyBench.co.uk is the email address. Uh, you can leave us a tip on Twitter and keep the, the, the thing going. It's, it would be nice. We would keep the podcast going. I don't know why I'm saying that. It would be nice, though. <laughs> Send us some money. No, I would never do that. Why am I doing that? <laughs> But not Patreon, that's what I'm going to do. I had a Patreon. Yeah, but it seems weird to me because I could, I would never be able to think of like rewards for someone. One of our, we had a few rewards. It was like, one was, um, you can suggest a pilot to us mm-hmm. and we'll put it like kind of in a jar, like put it with others and we would yeah. draw them to see. And there was one, I think it was the $50 reward where... We would do a show you chose, mm-hmm. and somebody actually did that one. Mm-hmm. But then we realized if they're paying fifty dollars a month, we're gonna have to do one of their shows every month, mm-hmm. and that got to be a bit much, especially because they were picking, um, if I remember correctly, like mostly Japanese shows, right. and so we yeah. weren't doing things that people knew. 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, the shows we watched were good. Mm-hmm. And I was glad to be taken out of my my to- my usual like comfort zone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was probably not the smartest reward to have. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I just couldn't think of rewards at all. It's just because uh, we don't have the time to do anything extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. Anyway, uh. Thank you all for listening, and we'll... Oh, sorry, Jen. Where do we follow you online? <laughs> At Pilot Inspectors. There you go. On Twitter. Uh, so, thank you all for listening. We'll speak to you all next time. Goodbye.